five, bam, we're live. No Twitter again. All right, fuck you, Twitter. Boo-bye, Twitter. Save changes. Phil Toon. If you haven't seen the original podcast with Phil Toon, you should check it out. Phil Toon's going to Wadapalooza. Wadapalooza is from the 13th to the 16th. We will be sending representatives there. I don't know what that means exactly. I know Matt Souza will be there. I know Brian Friend will be there. I know Heidi will be there. I know this other Greek chick, I forget her name, Evan, Eva, Gapalapagos. Damn, I can't forget her name. I can't forget her name. I did forget her name. Oh, there he is. Look at, look at, there he is. Hey. No one's here for me. Where's Phil? I, I look at, look at, look what I accidentally brought John on. Uh, but I made him go away. Look, <laughs> he's on accident. I gave him the rock. Fuck. <laughs> Fucked up. Why'd you do that? <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it's him with Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. John's with Taylor tomorrow. And, um, and, uh, and Ariel Lowen. Yeah, we can hang out. What's, what's wrong with that? I No. Link. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay. When Phil gets on, I'll get out of here. You're a good dude, Mr. John Young. There he is, Phil Toon. Holy shit, he just popped in. Did you do that, Caleb? What if I would have had my pants down, buddy? <laughs> hey, welcome to the sausage party. My kind of party. Hey. <clears throat> Look at that backlighting. What, you don't want anyone to see your face? You're talking to me? I'm talking to you. Um, it doesn't uh, matter. Okay, unless yeah. you want, unless, unless, unless got them all insecure now, so. <laughs> Hey, uh, Phil, what's your what's your uh, Instagram at P-H-I-L? Oh, there. Oh, there you damn, go. you're good. Stefan, you are slow. I am <laughs> slow. And look, Caleb's in a car, and he's doing that shit. So you're, you're, you're Phil. Um, last time I talked to you, I'm going to be completely 100% honest. I, mm-hmm. you sounded beat up and like, maybe like that was it. No, I mean, man. I'm I mean, just... you were mentally there, <laughs> but physically you just sounded like you'd put a, a whooping on your body. I, I mean, isn't that what CrossFit is? I guess. Yeah. I was at the end of the season and, uh, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't say end, but. Uh, you know, we're all feeling banged up by the time we get to competition. We just got to get through it. Um, do you know Brian Friend up here in the corner? Yeah. And and, yeah. and and John John Young? Nope. What's up, John? What's up, man? John, why don't you have a t-shirt under there? What's going on? I wasn't supposed to be on this podcast. I got it <laughs> randomly, and I didn't know if it was me or you. Yeah, was that weird when I sent you a link and I'm like, we're going on in three minutes? You're I like, asked, what? what is this for? And he, nobody responded. <laughs> oh, shit. I, yeah. I screwed up. Uh, so, so, so you're doing it. You're, you're, this is, I mean, this is like, this, does it, does anyone do Wadapalooza for fun? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what Wadapalooza is since it's not necessarily like CrossFit game season. It's for fun. It's kind of just like a measure to see where we're at before we actually get into the official season. Um, so while obviously it's super competitive, it's definitely for fun. Yeah, it's that, that you said it. That's the part that I see. It's crazy competitive, especially the class you're in. I mean, you are in. Um, uh, I mean, is this the hardest competition outside of uh, the CrossFit Games right here? When you look at this men's list, uh, Brian, John, I. Th- 
<clears throat> I think it is. I mean, at least this year. Um, some, you know, some would argue that uh, that Rogue is tougher because you have a Maderos there, because you have a BKG there. But this is over twice as many athletes, and it just it totally changes the dynamic of the competition. You know, a bad workout is punished differently. Um, sits differently, feels differently, and there's a lot more to fight for. Like even if you're struggling in rogue, you're in the second to last heat. If you come out and have a bad day one here, and you have top ten aspirations, but you're in heat three or four or one or two, I guess it would be like that. Just mentally overcoming that and knowing, damn, there's all these guys ahead of me right now. You start doubting everything, like Phil's saying. They're all checking in. So I think that the 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 whole way that it's set up is is more challenging. Yeah. I know we is Phil in the witness protection program. He needs a <laughs> some audio. He needs some audio that like distorts his voice. Hi, I'm Phil Toon. It doesn't even sound like a real name. I'm Phil Toon. I'm from Miami. Uh, where are you right now, Phil? Naples. And that's home for you. Yeah, uh, we moved here almost a month. ago. I think just about a month ago now. Are you in that Matt Torres camp? <clears throat> I'm in that Matt, Matt Torres camp. Oh, dude, you must be like the old man in there. I thought you had to be 16 years old to get to that camp. <laughs> I thought so. I got accepted, though, so I, I think I'm grandfathered in. Um, tell me, who are the other Who are the other dogs? Who do we do? We just talked to James Sprague. He's headed over there? Yep, James is coming. I'm pretty sure he's coming after Wadapalooza. Uh, we have Emma, Carrie, Dallin. I'm actually going to pick up Dallin from the airport tomorrow. And then uh, Fee Sagafi, she's going to be coming uh, before Wadapalooza for a few days, but she um, she's not going to be living here. Uh, and and who else? There's more though too, right? Not that those um, aren't enough. Oh, and uh, Ethan Tate. He's uh he's Dallin's friend. He's pretty good too. He's definitely on the come up. Wow, crazy! And these are all these cats are moving out there. Yeah. Yep. And and are you loving Naples already? Yeah, it's uh there's a lot of old people here. It's very very old. Very um, old. And it's crazy how crowded it's gotten here in the weeks that we've been here. Like, there's traffic all the time now. Even driving to the gym, it's added like 10 minutes with all the snowbirds. Yeah, it'll, 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 it'll be like that through March, and then it'll taper Yeah, off. no, like, it's. I did not expect it to be this crowded. It's crazy. <laughs> and is it warm there? Yeah, it, it. I guess we're in, like, a little bit of a cold scent now. Um, but, I mean, it still gets up to, like, 75, 80 during the day. It's perfect. Um. It, and it's clean and it's safe. Yeah, super clean, super safe. We got a nice little house in the neighborhood. Uh, I have a backyard for my dogs, so it's it's pretty awesome. And you went and you rolled with your chick. Rolled with my chick. She's she's definitely listening right now. And um, are you? Ju- is it just ba- is it just shorts and bathing suit lifestyle? Um, like no shirt. Miami you have on. Yeah, I mean, there's like I said, it's older people, so I wouldn't say it's shirts and bathing suit for all them. But uh, no, no, but I mean, for you, is it just like, hey, like I just need clean underwear and I'm good to go here? Yeah, I mean, I wear shorts with liner. Underwear is not, you know. Oh, not even underwear. No, no sorry, to make that not. presupposition. <laughs> uh, and, and where was home for you before, Phil? Uh, Arizona. Oh shit. Okay. So, well, where in Arizona? So I was in a suburb of Phoenix called Gilbert. Okay, so you're used to the heat. Now it's just humid. Yeah. Is that bugging you at all, the humidity? No, I like it. Um, I think it's been actually especially nice during the winter. In Arizona, people don't realize it gets cold there, uh, especially like when the sun goes down. It gets super, super dry and cold. So like 60 degrees here feels a lot different than 60 in Arizona. Is your, so skin, already, nice. is your skin already happy? Very happy. Very, very happy. Yeah, I just spent a week in Scottsdale last month, and my skin was doing some weird shit, and everyone in my family got a bloody nose. Yeah, it's super dry. The 
truthfully, like even the summer is tough there. I get like if you get a sinus infection, it lingers forever just because of how dry it is in Arizona. I hated it. Hey, it's cool too that you're saying you like Naples because it really the only thing you have to overcome, and I think this is pretty easy for CrossFitters, is you just have to be cool being sweaty every all the time. So <laughs> once like you get like you, you go outside, you get that first couple of beads of sweat on you, and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna be slippery all day. It's it's game on, right? And especially oh, yeah. if your body's beat up, doesn't your body feel better when it's hot and wet? Yeah, I mean, it, you just warm up quicker. Like you know, you jump on the bike for a few minutes, you get a sweat, you're good to go. And it just stays like that all day. How about uh, how about uh, water consumption, nutrition, all that? Just saying, is it the same there? Um, I mean, I feel like I've been a little bit dehydrated. You know, maybe a few more days, just acclimating to the heat, the humidity, and all the sweat. Um, but you know, food and all that stuff—it's it's pretty much been the same since I've been here. Where, where was the last big comp we saw film? Uh, film Phil Phil Tune compete in uh, the last chance qualifier. Turn out there. I got some light. And uh, <laughs> and how did he do in that? I think he got sixth. Yeah, is that what it was, Phil? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we wasted a podcast on him. We thought he was. We thought he was going to the games. Did a podcast on him, and then he and then he didn't make it. Yeah, I was really feeling myself after my podcast, and then I sucked on the last day. <laughs> so I got my hopes up, man. <laughs> it's um, not a waste. It's not a waste. It's not a waste. Uh, kind of. What? What do you what do you boys think? Um, what do you gentlemen think uh, Phil needed to work on to make it to the games this year? What what should we like if this isn't the place to come and win? What should we be looking at if we're uh, someone who wants to get on the Phil Tune bandwagon to know if he's going to make it to the games? What is it? His endurance? Is it his strength? Is it his uh, ability to stay consistent? What 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 did what hole did he have that we want to see fixed at Waterpalooza? John, definitely not his strength. I'll say that. Have you? Uh, do you remember his deadlifts, Evan? I don't. His three rep max. Was it three reps, Phil? Three reps. And now, was a dead stop? Can I, I'm gonna ask this before we get into your weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> was it was dead stop deadlift harder than just doing three without stopping the way they had it? I mean, I feel like it just leveled it out. So the hard thing is when you get over, like I would say, even like four or five there's certain bumper plates that kind of bounce and then there's some that just die on the ground. So it depends. Like, I think it was a really smart idea behind CrossFit to do the dead stop. Um, so the plates I was using, they probably would have been giving me a little give if I did touch and go, um, opposed to like, you know, those really fat 45s, those kind of just die on the ground. So I would say I would prefer to dead stop. Um, just cause you never know what the plates are going to be like. Why? What plates did you use for your three rep max that John's about to tell us about? I just used the rogue, regular rogue, uh, like the blue bumper plates. Um, okay. Okay. Were you the one who used wrist wraps? <laughs> Grips. Grips. There was, there I mean, was, that's what I mean. Grip, that's what I mean. Man, uh, there were several of us that used grips, and uh, they gave me so much shit about it. I was getting roasted in the comments about it. Why? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that frowned upon? It's my hands were like I had a rip, so I wore grips, so I didn't rip when I deadlifted, so I could climb a rope the next day. And I still hey, wasn't couldn't able that to make it harder because it makes the bar thicker. I mean, it kind of I wouldn't say it makes it harder, and I wouldn't say it necessarily like makes it easier. Just I would say maybe you don't get that little slip at the top, but it's just like wearing them for pull ups. People know? were saying they had a strap effect, and yeah. I've tried deadlifting with them, and they don't really give you a strap. No, effect. no way. 
Okay. Two things on this. One is there, the new rule book that came out last month addresses this. I think it's section 9.01 or 9.02, Caleb, if you want to look for it. But it's it was unclear how they wrote that about exactly what you can or cannot do. I think they'll have to clarify some of it. But uh, it was de- I think it was definitely a, like a residual effect of, of the last chance qualifier deadlift workout. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't see the exactly what the rule book said, but it popped up today on my Instagram and I was like, oh, I wonder if that, uh, if they're going to like eliminate that. But I feel like that's kind of a, a hard area to tell them you can't wear grips on deadlifts. Yeah. Though they wrote something there, but the, it's not, like I said, it's not clear. Like that they use the word around, like you can't have this thing around the bar, but I'm not sure exactly what, what that word means. Yeah. There's been, there's been a lot of comp, uh, conversation about it, <clears throat> but news and note- noteworthy. This is a, a link we just put up from Morning Chalk Up. Uh, news and noteworthy equipment hand grips are for hand protection, not to be used for weight support or grip improvement. Yeah, that's that's still vague. That's still vague <laughs> because he just said he used it for his hand being ripped, right? And 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 it so it does. Yeah, and I had a I did this workout that I really don't recommend doing. It's twelve days of Christmas workout last week or two, and by the second half of that workout, I was using my grips for things that I've never used grips on before, like snatching and thrusters with a barbell and stuff. Literally just to preserve my hands for the gymnastics yeah. in the workout. And now, if you look at the last bar, the athletes must wear closed-toed shoes. That's probably from the deadlift event too, because I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure the winner was in socks. And in my opinion, that gives you more of an advantage because it's less space to less range of motion oh that i mean that first quarter inch half inch is sometimes a thing that stops someone from lifting so if you You eliminate powerlifters do that all the time yeah yeah well there was i mean i feel like in the rule book last year um there was a big controversy with that one too because it said you had to wear shoes during competition it wasn't as like black and white but it was if you know if it followed the rule book it was a no rep essentially what if you cut cut off the bottom of your shoe so, so, so that, so that, so that you're, you're, you're actually barefoot, just sat on the ground. You know what I'm, you know what I'm, can you picture this? Like a pair of vans and you just took a box cutter and cut out the bottom of the shoe. And it's still closed toed. Yeah. It's still Someone's going to do it. Someone it's open healed. But this, a lot of these new um, specifications around what you can wear and what you can use come directly from something that the uh, PFAA worked on in the off season and submitted to CrossFit. So they are taking some input from those guys. The only thing that I think is still the problem is the vagueness of some of these the ways uh, that the limitations are described. Uh, Will, William, uh, g- gentlemen, this is an important uh, note here. William Garcia says an inch makes a huge difference. Um, thank you, William. Uh, thank you for that contribution i've never i've never seen souls that are an inch but uh but I, i'll take that in context i guess or i won't um okay so what Should is we go it? back to his weaknesses yeah no no well let's get the drum roll what was his three rep uh deadlift what was it did we say um off the top of my head i think it was 575 i don't know if that is that what it was phil yeah <clears throat> 575 that's a that's a lot and, and and Brian, do you know what the average? So 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 Phil's so strong, he doesn't even do one rep max. He'll hurt himself, so he does three rep max. You don't do one rep max, Phil. I mean, if if I need to, I'm I'm always game for a one rep max. <laughs> if I need, to. <laughs> yeah. But in your That's training, it. like, do you, is your one rep max five seventy five? On deadlift, three, yeah. And your three rep max is also five seventy five. No, I I pulled six sixty at a powerlifting competition a few years ago. All righty. 
Uh, Brian, where does that sit? Oh, here we go. Where where do these numbers sit for deadlifting in the in the CrossFit world? Amongst amongst the best. Um, I mean, I about guys that are also good enough to be in elite level competitions. I it's hard to imagine not not a top three finish in a raw deadlifting comp, uh, event. There's probably five guys capable of over 600 um, who have a chance at making the games. And he's, he's one of them. Hey, do you think that's a little bit of CrossFit we're seeing there? Look how quickly Phil um, grabs, like immediately after he gets his foot down, he pulls the bar off the ground. There's no fucking lollygagging. Did you see that? Is that, why is that Phil? Why, why, why aren't you like, is that how you always do it? Or is that some CrossFit influence? Uh, I mean, I, I would say a little bit of both, but it's just comfortability. Like there's people that'll, that'll like, I mean, especially on Olympic lifts that they stand up there clean, they take a while on the front rack and then they go overhead where I kind of just go. Like, I just like, once I'm set, I don't need any more time. I just take that aggression and just go. And I think it's just, it varies from person to person. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how quick you do that. Um, Brian, who, who, who else is on the podium with them? For deadlifting? Yeah. You said well, there's a deadlift event. There, he's in the top three. Well, he didn't win that in, yeah. the, last, in the last chance qualifier. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who did win is a Greek guy, Jan Pop on Instagram, I think, Yanis Papadopoulos. And he is actually competing at Wadapalooza in the elite teams of three division. Um, so he pulled 595 <clears throat> for three, so he'd be in that in that group. And then I'm not sure if, if uh, like I – like I think Velner can pull close to 600, but I don't think he can compete with these guys. Um, and I'm not sure. I just wanted to kind of like leave room for one other guy because sometimes there's someone who's freakishly good at deadlifting and the last chance qualifier pool was, was relatively small. When I competed at uh, the fittest experience last year, I think there were, there was 12 of us in the pro division. I think there was four people that pulled over 600 for a one rep max. Wow. Which is ridiculous. And did you beat all those guys in the competition? No, I, um, no. Yeah, I think out of those guys that deadlifted, <laughs> yes. But I didn't win the deadlift. A dude who's competing at uh he's also at Water in Waterpalooza in the elite division. Who's he that? Pulled, uh Josh Woodhull. No way. He pulled six I want to say six forty or something for a one rep at the fitness experience last year, which is Holy absolutely cow. crazy. Yeah. And I pulled six twenty five. Wow. When you think about think when I think about Josh Woodhull, that I do not think about that. He's too he small. No, he's, he's not. He's tall. He's, really he's like tall. six foot, two hundred pounds. Long arms, and yeah, deadlifting. Yep. Yep. One of those Very guys. Good okay. Jeez. Yeah, it was crazy. I saw. I, I see here, and he's old too. He's thirty one. I'm looking at this. Uh, some of your stuff. Don't uh, say. Don't say that to <laughs> Velner. Why? How old's Velner? Thirty one. <laughs> how old are you, Phil? Twenty three. Damn, you're young. Yeah, you already you, you already look like you look older. You know that, right? Yeah, you've already said it several times. I don't need oh, to hear okay. it again. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you know who you remind me of is a sober version of um, um, God, who's the guy? He's on he's on Sirius XM. Rude Jude. Do you know who Rude Jude is? No, no. he has a show on uh on Shade Forty Five. You don't know who that is. I know Shady 45, but I don't know who that is now. Uh, you don't know Shady 45. You call it Shady 45. It's Shade 45. <clears throat> Shade 45. I guess Shady. I don't know it. I know Shady 45. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Woodhull is 31, 6'1", 200 pounds. Okay. Oh, wow. Where are you finding that? 
uh, on your on your uh, on your information you me, on your cheat sheet. That's good. I'm glad you have that there. on the Brian Friend cheat sheet. Um, and um, ha- have the workouts been released for Wadapalooza yet? We got only, one, right? Only one, one, one has. Yeah. And is it event one? No, it's uh, event two. It's I don't know. A, if, it, did they say what event it was? It's a strength uh, event. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know what event it is though. I actually did that workout back when I competed at Wadapalooza in 2017 in the RX division. Same, but uh, same weights. No, I think it was. Two, I want to say it was like 245, 265, 285. Caleb, um, can we see that? Just Maybe a little check. lighter, but same rep scheme. Yes, three, two, one for sure. I had a lot of trouble with it then. It was heavy. Is is Wadapalooza known for having um, strength events? Um, no, they're they're pretty good at their programming. They're yeah. pretty sound all around programming um, in their competition. Tobias skews a little endurance. Rogue skews a little strength, and Wadapalooza is pretty sound throughout the whole competition. Yeah, for sure. So if there was an event for them to release for us to talk to Phil about, it's this one. I, he's probably looking forward to this one. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Uh, can, can you win this one? I mean, there's some, there's there's, some very there's strong some, some... and quick guys. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say, uh, like, if it was, you know, maybe a max complex. I mean, there, there's there's some heavy hitters in the division. It just depends <laughs> if I can power clean them, you know, quickly, then then I think I, I'd have a good chance of doing pretty well. But if I have to squat clean, then it's a little bit slower. So but, let uh, me see if I understand this right. You have to hang clean 275 for three and then front squat 295 for three and then shoulder to overhead. No, 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 no. No, no. But 333 is with the first load. So 275 yeah. for three, three, and three. Then you're going to advance forward to a different bar that weighs 295. And you'll do two, two, and two and advance to a third bar that weighs 315 just for one. Think one, of it as just, it's just three complexes. Okay, so for people who are listening, basically, the, it, this is uh, there's three weights: two seventy five, two ninety five, and three fifteen. And it's the three; it's the same three movements, but you go from doing three reps to two reps to one rep. And the three movements are hang cleans, front squats, shoulder to overhead. So basically, you'll be at a bar and you'll do all those, and then you'll advance to the next station. I'm guessing is the way it'll be set up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That, that's how it was in the demo video they they released on Instagram. <clears throat> oh shit! Can we see that demo? And is it with those weights? Uh, they have a woman demoing the the individual workout, and then a team of three guys demoing how it will be done for the elite men. And and Phil, did you finish that workout? When I did it, yeah, with those weights right there. Like I'm guessing some people will be stopped, and they won't like with so, no. No, I don't think no, in Brian? today's age, three fifteen, everybody can move that pretty well. Okay. If they put like a two minute time cap on it, maybe, but if there's a, at least, I'm expect, expecting to be like a five, five or six minutes, minute. it's five, five yeah. minute time cap. Yeah, I think everyone will finish. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you get extra excited, Phil, that there's going to be, that you didn't make it to the games last year and that there's going to be games athletes there and you can, um, you, you have an opportunity to beat them to, to finish higher than them and, and kind of like say to yourself, look, I mean, I fucking belong there. Yeah. I mean, I think it, um, I think last year, you know, I, pr- I proved to myself more than anybody else that I, I can hang with, you know, the best in the world. And there's just certain things. And uh, I would put it more so towards just like overall experience on the competition floor and just competing. I have a lot less than a lot of these guys. So I'm excited to be there with, you know, such high caliber, high caliber athletes and be able to, like you said, put myself out there, get some wins, hopefully, and, and prove to myself that I can do it. 
Um, what would you and Brian going back to the original question? What do you and, and John? What do you guys think? Um, <clears throat> what, what are we looking for? Like he's already like John's already crossed off strength. Someone in the comments says, uh, "I'm guessing it's one of Phil's friends making fun of him saying rope climbs." <laughs> what do we? What well, do we want to yeah, see? From is it Phil? is it upper body pulling or is it just rope climbs, Phil? Um, because rope climbs was his worst event yeah. in every single section of qualifying <laughs> for the games. Yeah. Hey, is that weird for a guy? Um, of Phil's body proportions? I mean, he's tall and long and he's athletic. Shouldn't he be just fucking flying up those ropes? I definitely don't have long arms. Um, but I wouldn't say, I, I mean, the rope climb is just, it's it's different than any other upper body pulling movement just because like, you know, what it is. Uh, and I just didn't have enough experience with it, like especially the legless. And, and with feet going into the qualifiers last year, I thought I could hold my own, but people are, really good at it. So I just need, I just needed more repetition with it. And I've obviously worked on it. Uh, am I going to win a rope climb workout? Probably not, but I think I can do a lot better than I did last year. Is this, is it something where like you're kind of hoping they program it so you get to see how much better you've gotten or not? For sure. Yeah. I would love, I would love that. Especially a legless. Hey, look who's in the comments here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That might be before your time there, Phil. Jeff yeah, I, know. I know who Jeff Evans is. Yeah. He's a Florida guy. I yeah. actually did a, a, an individual competition that he was at. He was in the elite division. I was in a couple, couple tiers down from that. But it's fun to watch him. I mean, he crushed everyone. But they had the D-ball squats in that workout. And he, <laughs> he just like put on his shoulders like nothing, no problem. Look at his upside down. He's upside down in his picture, like making a statement like that. Like that guy's strong on his feet, but his picture is upside down. I love it. That's exactly what my arms look like. Uh, but for for those of you who don't know, I, I don't know. I, can't, I wish I could fucking remember the name of the supplement. But there's a tincture that Jeff Evans sells that I take, and it's a cayenne pepper. It's all just natural herbs and stuff. It's a cayenne pepper. It's so. It, I'm just kind of addicted to the way it tastes, to be honest with you. But it's supposed to help and up help open up your. It's supposed to make you help help you breathe better, and I take that stuff and I love it. And um, it's 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 like named after a dog. But anyway, a huge chunk of his his profits go to charity. Like that, every time I talk to the guy, he his goal isn't to make a successful business. His goal is just to get money to to charities. It's it's pretty, it's pretty damn cool. Like he's like, yeah, my goal is just to send a million dollars to this charity. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> My goal is to pay my internet bill. Um, so, so, so is it, it's gotta be something else besides rope climbs. That's it. Like he can just have like, how's, how's Phil's engine. How do you do on the, on the, um, how'd you do on the burpee workout? hundred burpees, just 12 inch target. He did fine. Yeah, I did. Our, I mean, it was on the bottom, bottom half of my scores. I think that's good. A pretty good, Check in for uh, for engine work there. Ah, oh, there it is. Yes, good plug for for my boy Jeff Evans. Yep, that's exactly the stuff on my kitchen counter. I do. I have the flow stuff. I don't have the other three. And my but, kids like that flow stuff too. If you like cayenne pepper, you will love it. Brian, he got he got four four fifty one in that, and Roman mm -hmm. Krinogrov got four forty two. So wow. I, you know, I think his engine's fine. I obviously you want to improve, right? Everybody. Well, obviously you want to improve, but he kind of seems like he's kind of like Gabby Magawa a little bit, maybe, maybe a le little less fit, but kind of like Gabby Magawa where <laughs> Dang. he's got this, this big weakness in rope climbs and he fixes that, you know, there's no talent. So come on the show people and Brian and John and I will just talk shit about you. 
Would you agree, Phil, though? You're Am old and you're not as good as Gabby Magawa. Um, say that again. Sorry. I said, would you agree? Am I am I wrong in saying that, or would you agree? I'm, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you already have your game face on, Phil? Yeah, always. Oh, not always. Not always. Always, you, always it, man. You, you seem a little more uh, – you seem focused, serious, a little more serious. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, just as competition, like, approaches, I start to just, like, get more reserved. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say, like, tunnel vision, but I'm just kind of, you know – picturing what's going to what it's going to be like that weekend i'm starting to like get anxious for these workouts to come out and just be there it's been i haven't been on a competition for i guess i competed in vegas but i haven't been on like a real legit competition floor with all these guys so i'm just ready to get out there it's been a minute since i've competed and since the last chance qualifier so it's just that time and that is your last competition the last chance qualifier um well i mean i did the wadapalooza qualifier um i did this local kind of local comp in vegas um but that wasn't anything crazy um and that was that's that's it yeah um how long have you been with matt torres since like i want to say march no a little bit earlier than that so not quite a year no and who were you with before then um i just got coached by like i just did like the class workouts in my brother's gym and and he coached me before that and what's the name of your brother's gym? Uh, Majestic Fitness. And that's in Arizona? Yep. And so there and, and now you're going to this camp that is um I'm gonna say it and then I'll let John and Brian correct me. You're going to this camp that's groundbreaking. By groundbreaking, I mean I've heard of other camps. But something, but you guys are all moving to the same area. Am I I off here, John? Am I off here, Brian? Like, like this is like this. Something seems next level to me, or or new, new. What do you think, Brian? It's hard to say. I mean, definitely the makeup of the group is young, and so the potential. for it to take it, you know, on a different kind of a atmosphere than some of the other places is, is high because it seems like they're all motivated to be there together, working hard together for, and they're moving there. Um, some of them are moving from places that they've, you know, always lived. And, uh, you know, the other instances of this that we know about, I mean, in, in Vegas right now, underdogs athletics is assembling quite an impressive crew. There are people in the past couple of years who've moved to New England to train on site with Bergeron and the comp train crew, Sam Quan, Amanda Barnhart, Chandler Smith being, you know, three huge names in the sport who've done that. Uh, but, but those, those are, are all just... established athletes that have already made runs at the games. Most of the people that are going moving to Florida here is a, a group of athletes that's looking to do that. But but those people didn't live, those people would come and go, right? The, the this this crew's not no, those no they were living moved, together. They moved there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And and I, I I would just say results kind of speak for themselves. And, you know, we will see in a year if the camp is groundbreaking or not. I think the underdog crew is doing fine. And I think oh. the comp train crew kind of blew up in their face. Um, so Well, you say that, but <clears throat> the underdogs, we didn't, you know, we didn't get a really a fair chance to see how good they could have done because well, we'll see how Bethany Shadburn does in this one. I we think, will. I we think will. they'll be fine. But, <laughs> Yeah, but, right. and but on the other side is where of that, Danielle Brandon moved to Vegas, right? That's the big move yes. there. 
Okay. Yeah, but they're not the only ones out there. You know, we had uh, they had Nicholas Bedarte, and he underperformed in the Brazil in the South American semifinal. They had Tolomo Aquino, who's been out there for a while, supposedly working on his engine. Didn't show didn't show any improvement in Dubai. Right, right. He's bitter about story it. I don't him. know if you could tell. He's no, really I'm, bitter about it. Me? Yeah. No, I'm not. It's that I was I was looking forward to seeing improvement there, and relative to the field he's competing against, it wasn't any better. Um, so. You know, I, I, I think the verdict's still out on if these camps, like John said, if these camps are going to be payoff in the long run. Um, but I don't necessarily think it has to do specifically with the camp. I think that, you know, maybe that's just something that Toll is not never going to be a lead at anyway. I also think it's not the camp, it's the coaches and the people there. Um, it's not necessarily calling it all the camp works. I think certain coaches work better with certain athletes and they, do it for themselves. You know, I don't think it's necessarily a camp. I think it's just the right combination. There is an implication that when so many people are moving to a spot, there's the, there's hope, there's belief. There's like, no, I'm, I'm guessing no one's moving there to fucking increase their Instagram following. Like these are people like people are moving there to be like, okay. Uh, as, as, uh, as the liver King told me a couple of days ago on the phone, what did he say? He said, uh, iron sharpens iron. Like these people are going there to fucking sharpen each other, right? What do you think? Is that is that your mentality, Phil? <laughs> Feels like am I am I guest on the show? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> um, the Liver King he, that that just cracks me up. He, <laughs> that, he, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that, that got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I listened to the podcast with James the other day, but uh, just being with you know, like-minded individuals who also have the same goals. Um, while we're not going to be doing the exact same workouts every single day, which I think is going to be a benefit. Um, I feel like it's just going to push, you know, each other harder. And Matt, Matt's great. Um, he's, his coaching style is cool. He's, he's very like not in your face and stuff, but he's very like, he spots technical flaws, um, you know, movement, patterns like little things and he and the biggest thing that i've gathered since being here just myself um with being with him is the ability to make adjustments day to day you know based on how how i feel and how i look and it could be in the middle of a workout um changing a movement or changing a rep scheme or breaking it up um so you know that's a little bit different but the iron sharpens iron thing i mean i i definitely agree with that um just being with other people that you know have the same goals oh look i, I just invited matt torres to be on the podcast and um, the last time we talked, it was uh, when you were on the podcast. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks I for showing like, us that. I, I like Instagram. <laughs> I like Instagram because it like you, you have your whole history of your conversation. You haven't talked to someone in three years, and then you're like, "Oh shit, there it is." Um, what's it take to join the camp? Um, I mean, that would have to be, that'd be a question for Matt or brute strength. I think Matt is only accepting, um, athletes who want to be in Florida and at the brute, uh, HQ that's being built, but I can't speak for him. Obviously, you know, he, I don't know who he's, who he's, who he's accepting and who he's not accepting. And, and, and are you consulted before people are brought on? Like, are the athletes, like, does he do a little powwow and he'll be like, hey, John Young wants to come over here. Are you guys cool with that? No, um, I don't think so. I mean, the only person that's joined since I've been part of, like, the crew is Fee. And he had just told us that she was joining. And 
just told us uh, to welcome her with open arms, shoot her a text, like say welcome to the crew or whatever. And even if you don't mean that. it, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's not it's not a huge camp like you know training think tank and underdogs and stuff i feel like there's lots and lots of athletes there um and this is this is tinier it's 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 like a team almost tight-knit yeah someone said they should they should make it a reality show for some reason it really it really piques my interest it seems like it's just something that's just coming together very very quickly i mean just from an outsider and uh and it is really cool people who are really, really hungry. I mean, it's going to be a trip. Uh, I, I talk about how young you are, but I mean, you're going to have Emma Carey there. Yeah. yeah. She's, what, she's 17, right? 17. Yeah, that's nuts. Does So she'll live there too as a 17-year-old? Yep. Um, her mom is coming with her. And oh. uh, they're they're getting a place together. And then the dad's coming later on. Um, is, uh, is, is Phil top 20 at Wadapalooza? Phil top 20 at Wadapalooza. <laughs> this is your favorite question of the week, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm yes. looking forward to this answer. I know, I know you avoided it with, uh, who, who did, who did I ask? Marconi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jake Marconi. You did a great job dodging it there. Does he beat Marconi? I would say. Let's start there. I would say yes, but. Uh, top 20, I also think is a very good chance to be in the top 20. Yes. Um, there are some savages there. Okay. Will he beat the, um, will he beat Spencer Panchik? I don't like this game. No, you don't. I don't blame you. But those are good. The, the people you're picking out are good, good questions though. I mean, these are guys, these are all the guys we want to see. We want to see guys who were very close to making the games last year either in their semifinal last chance qualifier or both. And, and where are they at right now? Because in North, like in North America for men, it's very competitive and there are 10 to, if, if you know, 20 guys uh, made it from North America last year to the games, I think that you might see a, as many as 10 of those guys turn over next year because there's so many guys knocking on the door. So for people like us, we're, you know, and, and Phil's in the same boat, you know, he's curious where, where am I at right now? It's been six, eight months since I did something against these guys that mattered and it's going to be another six months until I do it again. So he wants to see how far have I come in six months and what do I still need to do? Yeah. There's no one closer than him. Right. I mean, he is, he's, well, that's the thing. There's, one about person, ten, there's actually like 10 guys that are that about 10 people at the exact same spot as him. So, so it, it, it's, ba- if I'm understanding correctly, you're saying that basically anyone who went to the games last year who didn't pr- improve Phil's taking their spot or, or one of his nine buddies. There's a group of guys, yeah, that are right there breathing down their neck. So it's <clears throat> and in one like this is the this is like Taylor Self being another one. Sure, definitely. When those and so those guys, their advantage is that they've had since the end of June, we'll say they have an they've had not just that extra month, but they also didn't have the beatdown of the games. And then most of the guys who went to the games also got you know got invited to one or two or three of these off season events and have either traveled or gone to compete there. So they're since that since July first, Phil has you know more or less had six months uninterrupted training. The competition he did in Vegas is probably not that much more volume or intensity than just a normal three four days of training anyway. And uh, these guys have had two months less, right? Because they had to prep for the games, and then they had to take a month to recover from all that prep and competition. And Dallin Pepper is another one of them, and they work out together. I assume soon Thursday, soon. Or Friday. 
you, have you ever met him before, Phil? Nope, I haven't met any of them. Do you yeah, think that, that would be awkward? Uh, because you guys are kind of in the same spot as um, far as wh- where you are and what you're striving for. I mean, I think the only time it would be awkward is if you know me and Dallin are at the semifinal and one of us takes a spot and one of us is right behind and doesn't guess, get a spot. Yeah, uh, awkward's the wrong word. I mean, like, you think it'll get too competitive? Um, yeah, for sure. You see what, I mean, you see what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah, but that's, I think, um, Matt's philosophy of not letting us go at each other's throats every day um, and, like, do the same workouts. You know how, like, Comtrain, they have their workout of the day and then they might have their other pieces. Like, we're not going to be doing that, you know? We may have a um, a piece or two throughout the week that, you know, we just happen to have on the same day, like it happens now. Um, just the fact that we're in person will take us to another level, but, um, for the most part doing our own things, it'll push away that like competition style training, I guess, or uh, level of push. I like that. Honesty. Do you think it's going to get too competitive? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's good. Honesty is good. It's like having, um, two dogs and they live on either side of a chain link fence. And they see each other every day, and they're fine, and everything's fine. But if the chain link fence goes up, like, it's a fucking fight to the death. <laughs> um, but I, I guess everyone's going there for for that uncomfortableness, right? Oh yeah. Like 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 when when he says awkward, it, it, but it's the kind of awkward you're searching for. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, that, I feel like that's just part of the game we play, and it, this is the next step for us. And we knew that, like, realistically, that is a possibility, and it was a possibility last year too. Um, and hopefully, I mean, the goal would probably be for all of us to be in our own semifinal. So Matt could just individually coach us, but you never know that might not, it probably won't happen. Like the likelihood isn't that strong. Um, so that's just something that, you know, in the back of our minds, we'd have to prepare for. And obviously we hope that it doesn't happen and we all are able to make it this next year. Yeah. Hopefully you're fighting for podium spots at the games. Hope so. Um, at 23, um, do you feel, do you show any signs of hitting any walls or glass ceilings or being in your prime yet? Like, are you like, oh, I guess I'm not getting my mile time's never going to get faster. Oop, I guess I'm never going to get fat. My, you know, <laughs> do you feel any walls yet? Um, Wait, did you say 23 or 24? 23, almost 24. 23. I think okay. like next month. Do you feel any, 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 any pushback? You feel any? Um, I mean, I don't. So, this is like overall health wise, this is probably like the healthiest I've ever felt. Um, I love to hear that, which is great. Just like overall, just, I typically just struggle. Like I've told you really bad knees, had some back issues. Um, but knees have been like way better than any other off season. And I've actually been able to put on a few pounds, like my back squat and stuff like that, which I hadn't been able to do in a long time, which is super cool. And that's just kind of breaking down movements and incorporating other exercises and tempos to training that I didn't really do than your standard, just 80 to 90% working sets that really take a toll on your body once you get to a certain weight. Um, so maybe like, and I don't see myself even trying to, unless it's a competition, trying to attempt a PR deadlift. Like I just, that would just kill me, you know? There's uh, no need for it either. Yeah, exactly. Like for what I need right now, I need to get better at other stuff like running, rowing, gymnastics. Like I don't need to get better that's me, it's me training somebody. Uh, I don't need to get better at a, you know, a six seventy deadlift. It's not going to suit me in CrossFit. And are you getting better at those things then? 
at the uh, rowing, at the running? Like, are you like, holy shit, I'm still this? Yeah, is yeah. Bro, bro, I, I think I think rope climbing. Yeah, uh, I think I still have a ways <laughs> to go. Just like with the aerobics stuff, um, <clears throat> I think I can get a lot better. And uh, James, he always humbles me because his paces are crazy and all that stuff. Um, so, but I've definitely seen some improvements in it. Um, and like I told you guys, I think just going to competitions, even if I fail, I'm going to learn a lot just being there. Like what, what do you learn at a competition? Like you might think you're good at something and you show up and everybody else is way better at it. And you learn like, all right, um, I need to obviously put more of an emphasis on this in training. Um, and there's just certain, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like certain things that you can't do in training that happen in competition, certain situations that you get put in with a judge or, um, you know, a spot on the ground. So it's just experience in the, on the competition floor. We can all get better at that. Where is it in your career that you learn the importance of transitions? Like, do you know that before even your first comp transitions uh, between movements? Like if there's three movements, um like what what like i'm I'm guessing that there's so much like those are those are things that i think people in the gym are like i like i work out in my garage i never think about transitions i never fucking speed up transitions it's always this i lollygag you know what i mean (laughs) it's three steps away and i'm and i fix the tongue on my shoe you know what i mean like on my nano tooth pull it back to the center he goes three steps in the opposite direction (laughs) Right, right i go i go the long way around the assault bike um is that just something early on or is that uh i would say i wouldn't say early on i mean you just have to like you have to pay attention to that stuff once you get to a certain point like transitions are important uh like how you get in the rower on a workout could save three seconds five seconds um and at that level like trying to make the games especially with through these qualifiers you got to be on point with your transitions. Um, and that could mean like when you're preparing for a competition, like Wadapalooza, set up your equipment 10 feet apart from one another. So you can learn to run from your bike to the barbell and not just step off your bike and set it up perfectly in the perfect situation. Like that stuff you all need to prepare for. Uh, it really, it really is um, huge because you can be in your affiliate and do Fran and not stop moving. At least in your head, you didn't stop moving and you got a five Oh one. And you didn't stop moving the whole time you were fucking moving. And those uh, are and some it, long transitions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think a lot of, it's even, it's even just like pulling the bar down, right. Or taking a second to readjust on your shoulder or in between thrusters. Like you can't do that. If you take, if you take singles the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone saying four Oh five for 20. Did you do that, Phil? Uh, slot. Yeah. Oh, that was the video we just watched? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's you, probably more impressive than your than your deadlift, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I had, like, Matt had programmed that, or he had programmed something else for me, like, a week prior, and somebody, one of his athletes commented uh, something about a 20-year-old. Um, it, I, it, Colin Lawrence says, games, uh, Merton 17th, tune 16th. Um he did something crazy too. I want to say, I want to say he did the thousand know, ball balls. No, like three sixty five for twenty or three sixty five for thirty or something. He did something crazy. He did something. I want, and he just pr'd his back squat at five fifty five. What's your back squat, Phil? Uh, I squatted five seventy five at a my powerlifting competition, but since then, 
and that was low bar. Um, since then, I think I've hit like maybe five thirty-five. I don't know if I could still do that now. I mean, I don't know if I want to even attempt that. Yeah, right. Well, four hundred five at twenty is crazy. Uh, Sevon hasn't called. No, no, he's young. He's young, Phil. Too. He he didn't like that either. Um, Drexel Forbes, who's that? Three sixty by for thirty. Is that a guy? Is that guy at the game? Uh, Wadapalooza? No, I think he's talking about your Mertens tape. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Three sixty for thirty. Yes, something nuts. How do you feel at the end of four hundred five for twenty, Phil? So it was funny. Like I thought I would get to you know rep like eighteen and be like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stand this up. It got to the point where I was holding it on my back and I didn't know if I could support the weight. Like my legs were just gonna collapse. Like I was just shaking. So I was like, I just need to drop down because the squat doesn't feel as hard as actually just stabilizing the weight. <laughs> my legs just started. And I finished it and I was like handicapped for like three days afterwards. Just so sore. I don't think you can say that word handicap. I was Handi- very sore. You were handicapped. You were handicapable. Uh, handicapable. Yeah, that's um. It, where is that in your workout? Like, have you already worked out like three times during the day, and that's just at the end? You're like, okay, I'll fucking try this, man. No, that was first thing I did. Yeah, and, and the last you, thing. Serious? No, I did some other stuff after. How do you warm up for that? Um, I just do like typical, you know, back squat warm. I knew what I wanted. Uh, typically, like if I'm coaching somebody and I'm having them do a, a 20 rep max, I would say give it two attempts. Do like one and then rest for a while and then do another that you is maybe five to 10 pounds heavier than your goal. I knew what I wanted going into it. Cause I had done four or five for 10 years ago. Um, so I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't really care if I could, I know I could do three sixty-five. I don't know if I could do four or five. So that's what I went for. Wow. And in your previous max with four or five was 10, you just said. Yeah. But I had hit, um, like four thirty-five for 10 a year after that or so. So I knew I was in the ballpark. Like I knew it was going to be a fight, but it was going to be, I could do it. Uh, what, what, what's the most you've improved on since last year? Um, I would probably just say, uh, just like engine work. Just that's, that's been a huge focus. Uh, in the off season, we did a lot of just strength training and then monostructural stuff. So I feel like I've seen a pretty big improvement in that. Um, still a process to get good at like distance like long distances on the row long distances running you know if you put like a 1k row i'm gonna be able to hang in there just because it's so quick opposed to like a 5k row whereas i might might see a little bit of a fall off uh when you say work on your engine tell me um tell what what is that that's swimming that's running swimming um, is swimming is extremely hard my body I tend to just sink. Uh-huh. Um, so that's <laughs> that's gonna be fun. But I have been working with uh the brute coach Nemo and we've definitely made some improvements, but you know, it's not gonna be anything like I just don't have enough uh repetition with it. And when you say brute coach Nemo, that's one of the things you get when you work out with Matt Matt Torres because he's ba- he's from Brute. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um so so swimming, running, and then the and then those three machines, right? The the rowing machine. Mm-hmm. The the, the jerk off machine, ski. <laughs> and uh, and what's the other one? There's another one, bike. the bike. <laughs> and so you've just been banging those. You're getting better at all those. Trying to. It's hard, man. It's not as fun as lifting heavy. 
Are those um are those the primary ways that that athletes are building their engines, or is is that uh, or is it th- through chippers, or it's just all of it? Anything you're you're just doing stuff, longer stuff. Uh, I think it's a different stimulus. You get you get different from both. Um, it's one thing to be good on the rower, and it's another thing to be good at you know doing a, a CrossFit style workout. It's going to give you a different stimulus. Like I know plenty of people who can sit on the rower and pull ridiculous paces, but then you put them in a workout and. And as soon as there's like a moderately heavy barbell paired with some other stuff, they're not going to do as well. So I think it, you know, you, you build your foundation, especially as a CrossFitter in the off season on the machines, because it's, it's less impact on the body. Um, you know, you can get your heart rate to a certain spot and keep it there for a while with no spikes or falls. Um, whereas like in workouts, you know, you do a set of thrusters and might spike up and then you go into, um, toes the bar, it might come down a little. Um, so that's, that's just the difference with, with the two. Did you fight? Did I fight? Yeah. No. You were you weren't you weren't wrestling or fighting or some sort of uh, martial arts before CrossFit? Basketball. I did oh, karate basketball. when I was younger, like way younger. But we talked karate. we talked to him about basketball. Yeah. What did he say when we talked to him? Do you remember? He could jump out of the gym. <laughs> Glass ankles. <laughs> hey, can you still dunk? I would say definitely not. Um. What's your what's your girlfriend's name? Jordan. Oh, okay. That skinny guy. That makes sense. Uh, That's um, you. Yeah. High school. Oh man, you look way different now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you're gonna call that a dunk. That's, it's a rim grazer. That's yeah, what you call I, don't, that. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I was like, I was like 15. I'll give it to you, Phil. Thank you. Seven. What are you doing? I'm just I'm just staring at the dunk. I'm sorry, I'm staring at the dunk. It's a dunk. Yeah, someone shot the ball into the hoop and Phil ran over there and touched the rim at the same time. And that's fucking what happened. Like, that's a dunk. What, 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 what that is right? That's not even like that's going in. That's oh no, no. You helped. You helped. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, hey, that's, that's a, a good friend right there. How many how many shots did that take you to set that up? What do you think? One. Easy. Uh is is that your girlfriend laughing? Uh yeah. <laughs> How is she doing? Was she doing um uh was she doing some sort of CrossFit or figure modeling or what was she doing? She, was doing she right? is actually prepping. She's competing at the hybrid showdown powerlifting meet the same weekend. I'm doing oh. a lot of Palooza in Miami. Oh yeah, that's right. Powerlifting. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Is that with Steffi Cohen? Does she run that? Yes, yes, Steffi yeah. Cohen runs that. They're actually in the same weight class. Steffi's not competing, but she competes at, in that weight class. Uh Phil's girlfriend wins powerlifting meet next saturday in miami is that true can she win yeah she's a she's really strong she's stronger than probably some guys in the elite division no shit she can she can pull i think her max deadlifts like 425 at 123 pounds wow yeah it's crazy wow and uh, how, how how is that with two competitors in the house is that you, is that good? Like, or is it like you're fighting for the good side of the bed or <laughs> no, she's tiny. I take over the whole bed. <laughs> All right. And is, is it fine with two really competitive people? Yeah. I mean, we get, a, I think it actually helps our relationship because she understands what I do. I understand what she does. She gets it when I'm like, when I'm, you know, approaching competition time and I need to zone in on this. She, she's totally fine with giving me my space and I do the same for her. So I think it actually is great. Hey, we know all those motherfuckers at powerlifting are juicing. Don't you have to keep her away from you? You can't be like, hey, don't touch me with those fucking <laughs> hands with that fucking testosterone cream and shit. Testosterone cream. You don't got to keep her away like it. Like, hey, 
Uh, no, she can do it. She can take care of that. All right. All right. And, um, and what about she, didn't she want to move to Ohio to be with, uh, those fucking meatheads and you wanted to move to Naples? Was there, did you guys have to draw straws? Yeah. She was cool with moving to Naples. She was? Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a crew there of, no, of, of um, lifters of strong people? No, but I mean, we truthfully like, um, well, she gets coached by, um, her coach back in New Mexico where she's from. Um, so he does her programming and stuff. Um, and that's called uh, NFP. And, um, so she still works with him remotely and she's just doing stuff out of the CrossFit gym that we're at right now. Actually, Brian, uh, we're at Redline in Naples and Matt Calgary. Yeah. yeah he, he told me to say what's up, by the way. Um, he's, he were, he's working his ass off, man. He's getting ready too. He's in the RX, uh, division over there. Dude, he's a, his engine's crazy. He's a beast. Yeah, just super long arms makes the gymnastics yeah. really tough for him. Yeah, yeah, but he destroyed me on that row workout in the qualifier. Beat me by like minutes. Yeah, he's in. I mean, he's one of those guys where when there's nothing that can slow him down, he's. I mean, he has he's, he has a couple like uh, open finishes in the top 100 or maybe even one in the top 20 or something like that wall ball rowing workout. But there's a couple of things that are just really hard for him. And there's yeah, a lot of sure. guys like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was, she was super pumped when we got the opportunity to come to Naples. We, I brought her to Florida last year. My parents actually live in Palm beach, which is only like two little over two hours from us. Uh, she loved it here. I think it was just kind of like a fresh start for us and somewhere where we both wanted to be maybe not Naples forever, but Florida in general, we really like, uh, Naples is in the Gulf and Palm beach is Atlantic. Yes. You basically just drive across the skinny part of the state. Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Hey, it's not, but, but Naples is beautiful and clean, right? Couldn't you stay there forever? I mean, oh, just, it's, it's, it's so expensive, beautiful. right? Stupid expensive. It was an absolute nightmare finding a place that was like within our budget. Um, but yeah, I mean, you never know. I, it's too early to tell. We'll see how we like it. And it's just, there's, I would say there's just like really, at least I, what I've seen, like not a lot of young people here. It's very, very elderly. Yeah. When I, when I was there, I remember, being outside for like an hour and only seeing people with gray hair. Yeah. Gray hair, leather skin. Where, where did y'all end up, Phil? By chance? I lived in Naples in high school. Oh, okay. Um, and it was a small place. I'm we're curious. in uh, we're in Naples park. Okay. Uh, do you look at Laguna Bay at all? Laguna Bay apartments. If you ever <laughs> drive by Laguna Bay, that's where I grew up. Oh really? So, yeah. Dude. Well, none of the apartments are even houses for rent, uh, except in American bulldogs. So really? that was just a, a nightmare. Yeah. She's just a big baby. Um, but they wouldn't take her. Are you, um, do you have a day job? Um, no, I mean, when I was in Arizona, I was working at the gym and, um, but right now, similar to what James does is I'm really just trying to take off on my remote coaching. It's, uh, through my buddy's, uh, business called complete the process. So we're really trying to just ramp that up and get some more clients and help people. What's it called? Complete the process. Complete the process. Are you pulling that up, uh, Caleb? So, so, and that's how you, and so basically you're through coaching people. You are basically, and you don't have a sponsor yet. Nope. And so you're just warring to be a full-time CrossFit athlete. That's, that was the intention behind coming here was I, I, I'm, I'm in a place right now where I can. So I'm going to try it while I can and give it my best. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen. If not, then, you know, at least I tried. 
Yeah, and, and what does that mean? You're in a place you're just young. You don't have a lot of expenses. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I can take care of myself, but as soon as I would have to support a family, I'd have to do something else. Like, I couldn't do what I do right now. Like, I just don't have enough income, all that stuff. And I did a lot of personal training and whatnot in Arizona, so that really helped out. But now that I'm shifting more to the online side, I'm really looking to just expand the amount of, uh, of clients that I have. And uh, and what do your parents say about this? And, and what is what are your girlfriend? What do Jordan's parents say? Jordy or Jordan? Jordan. What do Jordan's parents say about this? Like you guys um, are just crazy kids chasing your dream, or <laughs> yeah? So Jordan's mom, uh, she's definitely watching right now. Veronica, uh, she absolutely loves this show right now. So uh, Brian, by the way, she told me she would give me twenty dollars if I told you to follow her on Instagram. You don't have to follow her. I just need that twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just, uh, send me her profile. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Um, but she's fully supportive of this. She thought it was it was great for us. Um, and my parents are in the same boat with that. Um, they're just they're just glad that I'm chasing my dreams, and and they're absolutely awesome. And this is the first time in so many years that I've been able to actually you know see them a few times. It's been tough with COVID and with them being on the other side of the country. Uh, uh, other side of the country, meaning Arizona. Yeah, no, well, they they're in Florida. While well, I was in Arizona. Oh, right, right, right. Hey, two great states too, by the way. I mean, yeah. Rel- I mean, relative to the rest of the fucking shit show that's going on, <laughs> for real. Um, who's that? Who's Chris Martin? Uh, that's Nick. So Nick is the owner, and Chris is his brother. Oh, for um, complete for- process. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 And and what was that? Is he, was he a professional athlete? Did I see? Did he play football or baseball? What did I see? Nick? Either of those guys. I thought I saw a picture. No, maybe I didn't. Nick played D1 football. Okay. That's gnarly. Did you play college basketball? I didn't. I played in a prep school and my ankle said no. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I should have gone back and watched the podcast I did with you. I bet you it was amazing. <laughs> what number was that? Does anyone know off the top of their head? I'll, t- I'll type it in. I think for if people who, who don't have jobs, they could go check that um, podcast out in between searching on the website for a new job. Oh, yes. Thank you, Brian. That's really important. Uh, why don't you guys all thank Brian? You're a good dude. What a generous uh, go to barbelljobs.com. And after you get a job, you can celebrate by um, going to uh, walking around the block and watching the podcast. It's episode 63. It's called Last Chance Qualifier with Phil Toon. Oh, now I'm remembering it more and more. I think you're, I think Jordan was there in the room with you and your, um, and her mom were in the room with you laughing at you last time too. And now I can hear her on the side laughing at you again. What a good, what a good girlfriend. She's the best. Just trolls you there in the living room as you do podcasts. Oh, I'm going to awesome. get so much shit afterwards. It's going to be great. That is awesome. You're not going to get the whole bed tonight. <laughs> That's all right. We have two bedrooms now, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, is there, is there, I, I, you guys know the workouts. I don't know the workouts. Phil doesn't know the workouts, right? You guys have an idea of what they are. <clears throat> what do you want to ask? I just, I, I, I will I, defer to Brian because I don't know what I'm allowed to not say and say. I mean, if you like, guys want to give me the workouts, I'm, it'll be our secret. I promise. Hey, will you do that workout, Phil, before uh, Wadapalooza now that you know it? The clean one? Yeah. I think Matt said we can give it a go on Friday. So 
Um, if you if you want to see Phil Tune um do his uh, do his thing, if you want if you're if you want to jump, you're you're on the fence of whether to jump on the Phil Tune bandwagon. Um, is that the event to watch him in, Brian? John? Yeah, like will it be his best event of the weekend? I don't know, but uh, I don't know about it's best, a workout that, that he should be exciting to watch on for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to showcase his skills. Yeah, he's he's, he's always going to be amongst the strongest competitors in any field he enters he'll, into. He'll be around top five for sure, if not top three in that workout. And it is Miami and it is Wadapalooza, so I'm assuming there will be swimming. So if you wanted to see Phil, also if you hate <laughs> Phil and you want to see him drown, <laughs> there'll be an opportunity to do that too. I heard they have life jackets at Wadapalooza, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, no shit. The athletes can wear life jackets. Yeah, but I think you get an automatic last place. So I don't even know why you would ask for a life jacket. Hey, you could doggy pile a certain amount of distance. Before. Well, what, then what's the distance? I don't know, but I'm saying uh, I think you could doggy paddle <laughs> whatever it is just to make it not be in last place. There you yeah, go. That was good. Nice work, Phil. That's something I would do. Thank you. I uh, We had uh, Jake Marconi on yesterday. Sorry for picking my grown hair on the show uh we had jake marconi on yesterday and we, we were asking him like hey so is, is mal o'brien with fraser or what you know who mal o'brien is that that girl no i don't know mal o'brien <laughs> well, she's just some chicken just on the scene anyway so and he just wouldn't tell us and then this morning morning chalk up's like i mean we already knew obviously but this morning morning chalk up broke it I'm a fan after I saw that 390-pound clean on his IG, Jeff Evans. That's a good fan to have. Thank you, man. Um, will this be the biggest crowd you ever competed in front of? Um, yeah, I mean, I think this crowd is going to be just as big, if not as big as the games. Guadalupe is a huge event, and this year sounds like it's gearing up to be bigger than ever. Oh, so yesterday I called it Podunk. It's not Podunk. <laughs> we corrected you yesterday, also. Uh, here we go. This is it. The three ninety. No sweat. Hey, that's not sped up. That's, that's. Did you go? Did you go for four hundred five after that? No, I wasn't even supposed to be doing a one round. Okay, it looked, it looked, it looked, the, it looked not the pool, but the squat looked easy enough. That's the problem. Know? Is if I can, if what we're trying to do right now. So like, I struggle with snatching. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like balancing, not not speed under it, balancing speed off the floor and uh, speed at the hips. Like trying to slow myself down a little bit off the floor because my deadlift is stronger so the bar doesn't feel as heavy so sometimes i suffer in positions off the floor um especially with the snatch being such a you know so much more technical so we're trying to kind of slow me down a little because if i if i catch a 405 clean i'll stand it up if i catch 425 i'll stand it up um so if i can just kind of like bring the two together the speed and the power then um i think i'll definitely be able to put some more weight on both my snatch and clean does that mean your power your power is very good then comparatively to your squat or no? Because your pool is so no my power the, or is the opposite? It's the it's opposite. opposite, dude. Yeah, I can only power clean like like if I power clean three fifty like three twenty five, I'm happy. But I can I also like if I can high I have high hang clean three ninety two. Like wow. I can, oh, so you're happy that this is the our wow. hang cleans then? Um, yeah, because I kind of just throw it in the hip pocket and just dive under it. 
He made a good point before, Semon. We didn't talk about it, but the ability to power hang clean these will determine the workout because Absolutely. not everybody's going to be able to power it in the hang clean. Um, like Guillermo is an amazing at Olympic lifting, but he's an amazing squatter. That doesn't necessarily make him amazing power cleaner, if that makes sense. You mean you mean you mean you mean as opposed to squat clean it when he hang hang squat clean? Is that what you mean? Some people are going to have to hang squat clean it. Yeah, they won't be able to power it, and and that'll give and that'll basically allow them to cycle it faster. Yeah, yeah, correct. I've never back squatted three sixty. That's correct, and I never deadlifted three sixty either. I think I my I think I did three fifteen for fifteen once or something. I think that was it. I think my back broke in half, and I never deadlifted again. Um, <laughs> uh, that 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 chick in the red who high fives you after you do the three ninety is that is that your lady? Yep. And you guys train a lot together. Yeah, I mean, she's right now. We're going to the gym pretty much at the same time every day, but she's doing her powerlifting specific stuff, and I'm over there on the bike suffering. And is that the gym where all the athletes who are in this camp? What's the camp called? Is it called the Matt Torres camp? Uh, we, uh, I mean, I would probably call it like brute training like the hq so it's going to be the brute strength hq um it's just going to be based in naples so not only is it going to be matt torres athletes like any other brute athletes and we're going to hold some brute camps there so it's just going to be um you know people that work with all the brute coaches are welcome i think and they have a facility already no we don't have one yet uh like i said we're training out of that gym redline fitness in naples which is right across the street from where it's going to be and where matt owns cross at naples um, and this gym Redline is pretty much oh. an open gym all day. So we'll get to go and do our thing. Matt owns CrossFit Naples. Yes. Did he buy it from somebody? Yep. Who did he buy it from? No How idea. About, is it, is it a, is it a son and a mom? I think I did a piece in my early CrossFit career on that gym. And I think it was a, a young man who owned that gym and his mom had cancer and they owned it together and she fought off cancer. And oh, wow. Yeah, I um, think. I'm sure. I'm sure Torres knows the story. Hopefully, he'll come on the podcast and I can ask him. It was. It, it's in a. Um. It's. It's not that big. No, it's a. Uh, it's relatively. I mean, it's not small, small but it's. 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 It's got the roll-up doors and the whole shebang, right? Yep. Yeah. That. Um. That, and that's how I knew Naples was clean. It's basically one of those warehouse areas where all the places have roll-up doors, and it's still clean as shit. It's cleaner than most strip malls. Yeah. In no, Phoenix. It's, <laughs> it's super nice. Yeah. God, Naples is nice. And, and, and the beaches are amazing and the wildlife is amazing. There's crazy birds there, right? Just nuts. Yeah. I mean, the beach is, the beach is crazy here, dude. Like we, the first day we went to the beach, I couldn't believe how calm the water was. And it's been yeah. like that pretty much every day we've gone. It's, and clean. Yeah. Insanely clean. And warm. And blue. Yeah. It's nuts. I want, I, I, I want to move there. Do it, man. I do. I do want to move there. You can join You'll the fit camp. in with the population. <laughs> not quite, John. The new, but thank the new you. population. Not quite. Not quite. Um, can't beat the two thirty nine. What's this, man? Jeff, Jeff's. We need to get him on the show. Can't beat the. That's the. That's the zip code, or the area oh, code. The area code okay. for Naples. All right, uh, Miami. Miami. Two three nine. I think Naples. Is it Naples or Miami? Yeah, I mean Miami's three hundred five. Three hundred five. Pitbull, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't hit me until I said. That. But, uh, Fort Myers, he said. Fort Myers. Oh, okay. That's not far. It's like 25, 30 minutes. Um, 
So you, so I'm, I'm assuming you'll when when Waterpalooza starts, you'll go there, you'll get a hotel room. It's too far to drive. It's two and a half hours, right? You don't go back and forth every day. No, but we got an Airbnb because uh, I don't have anybody to watch my dogs, so I had to bring them with me. Okay, and so so you go there, and what day do you show up? I'm originally I was going to go Wednesday, but now since we're going Thursday, I'm going to leave Tuesday afternoon so I can move around a little bit Wednesday. Keep my body, my back, it's super tight from driving, so move my body around a little bit on Wednesday, be ready to go for Thursday. So you'll drive out there Tuesday. Yep. And that's the 11th or 12th. I want to say the 11th. And then, uh, and then when do you come home? Do you come home that night or do you stay and party? Stay and party. hundred <laughs> percent. You do like the Miami closing. man. Okay. And we have a lot of friends coming to coming to watch. I think we have the rest of the crew is not allowed to party though. Coming. Cause they're not 21. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if Dallas 21, he's not partying. What parties are you going to, John? These are dance parties. <laughs> and um, and and then so then you'll go home on the seventeenth, and it's just back to work. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take a few days off from the gym, though. My body, my body will need it. But, and, and, uh, yeah. and then the only thing on the menu is the open. Then it's just full steam ahead. Got to just just open quarterfinals, semifinals, games. Exactly. No just other like distractions. That. Nope. Are you going to the games this year? What do you think? I think you are. Brian? <laughs> I'll give my projections when the semifinals uh, are set. I, I mean, I honestly think that he's – those guys that we're talking about that are right on the, the cusp, of, cusp of going are the people that it matters most for how the semifinals end up being structured. Will we be forced to have one online this year? Will all the Canadians have to compete at the same one again? How will they be distributed? Will it be based on preference, open rank, geography? And then, I mean, we saw it last year. There was just a difference. Some of the fields um, were kind of top-heavy, where there was like three guys you knew, and then there were like 10 guys who were fighting for two spots. And there were others where it was, was, uh, you know, it was just tough. There was like five guys that you're like, man, maybe one of these guys misses out, but there's one spot that we're all fighting for. So I think it's a big too early yeah. to say for, oh, for at least ha- you know for everyone outside of maybe five guys eight guys in north america it's too early to say yeah i agree i'm gonna do everything i can just put in the work and you know see what happens when we get there was the um what did you prefer to compete online last year in the semifinals at the last chance oh i mean i would have loved to have been in person i think just being in person you, the adrenaline, the nerves, like it's just, you, you can use all of it. You can use all of it so much more than you could when you're for me, at least when I'm in my gym, like it's still, I still felt like I was competing cause I knew what was at stake. Um, but I would rather be in person. It's so much more fun. And you know, yeah. you know how it feels when you get it that changes. adrenaline going. It changes a lot too. Some people rise to the occasion and others don't, and you don't, I mean, we don't know who those people are until it happens, um, yeah. but it, but it totally is a thing. As far as in-person competition goes, hundred percent. Especially, think early on in in a, someone's competitive CrossFit career, the more times you can get out on the live stage in a meaningful environment, that like you're gonna you're just gonna learn a little bit more. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was saying earlier. You know, having not been on a live stage with you know such good competitors in front of such a big crowd and such an important event, like just the experience, the repetition of being there is just gonna help my career so much going forward, not just for this year, for years going forward. Oh, I just saw it. He he's, he's acting chill. Like this is just, there's something going on with Phil. 
Bill's like acting like this is just chill and like just another day in the gym and this is just a test run. You're trying to keep your nerves down. You're talking yourself like, yeah, I get it. I finally got it. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Like there's like he's part like I'll bite you if you put your hand in the cage and part like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. But I the I'm good, I'm good is just uh you're just coping. trying to stay calm. Just, yeah, coping, you're just man. coping. Yes, I get cope, it. Right? I, I respect it. I totally respect it. Yep. We all cope different ways. I respect it. I respect it. Yep. Okay, Are you a trash so, talker, Phil? Uh, I'm keep to myself and leave me the fuck alone. Damn, you and Colton are going to be best friends. <laughs> yeah, you and Colton are going to get along. <laughs> Colton, did you meet anyone at the games? No, I didn't go there to make friends. Well, so and so said he talked to you. He goes, "Yeah, he talked to me some." You know, just like, mm. <laughs> like I get Colton's the kind of guy like in the corral. He'll have a book. <laughs> I have way too bad ADHD to do that. No way to, to, to read a book in the corral. Someone needs. To, someone needs to do no, that. Phil just, Tunes. Phil Tunes, a guy who's in the corral with his Beats headphones on, just jamming away to whatever, tuning everything else out. I think. I. You're not wrong. These fucking guys want to make fun of my slam dunk video. I'll show them. <laughs> Rim get on a podium and not do another <laughs> podcast with these douchebags. <laughs> Come on the Stefan podcast and get harassed. Someone DM'd me that that basket was nine feet. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Nice, Will. Old man humor. Tuning it all out. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I am really looking forward to you, uh, seeing you compete. I do think that, um, the, the, the scary part is, is that you say you're healthy. Um, I think you're going to, uh, I think you're going to do fantastic. I'm glad I know you. I'm looking forward to watching you. Uh, it's, it's going to be cool. Thank God that the uh, men's competition is, is so much better than the women's competition <laughs> at, uh, Wadapalooza. <laughs> so the money and effort you're putting in there will be, uh, give you a good measurement of where you're at. Yeah. Ah, it's the truth, right? The women's competition is like it doesn't I mean, it doesn't have the same prestige on the surface that the men's does. No, yeah. Who, who do you want? I, I, it would be great. It would be great if Ariel Lowen uh, won that. Um, is, she, is she doing individual? Or is she going as a team? Individual, individual. Yeah, I'd like to see her win that. I mean, tough, like, but she should do really well. She's good. And, this and would the be reason her best opportunity to win it. I mean, the story, I never talked to her last year, but the stories coming out of her, you know, around her, the myth of Ariel Lowen is, is that she just wanted to go to semifinals to get some signage. And then she ends up at the game. So just imagine what's going to happen if, like, she gives a fuck, right? Who knows? Sometimes people yeah. compete better when they don't feel a lot of pressure. And if you have a couple of good performances and then people are expecting something of you, that can mess with someone's head, too. I don't think that that's true for her, but. Sometimes competing free is the best way to compete. Everyone about to get tuned up. Do you hear, are there a lot of good tune jokes? Like, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, cartoon. Like, it's just very easy to pick on. Yeah, it's good. Um, if you got married to Jordan, would she take your name, Jordan Tune? That'll be a question for her. Jordan Tune. Is she ever going to do right. anything where she earns the right to be on the show? Is she ever going to get big time? She really wants to be on the show, but I try, I try. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. She's got to. She's got to do cooler stuff. I don't know. 
Um, hey, I, I do want to say this. Thank you for changing your time. I know we changed the time on you by two hours today, and that was lame. No, it's all right. No problem. All right. Anything you guys want to say to uh, Mr. Toon before? Uh, oh, and uh, and Brian will be there, and Matt Souza will be there at the event. Um, if they bug you and they're bugging you, just tell them no thank you. Um, <laughs> but we will be bugging you throughout the week. And uh, no hard feelings if you're too busy to respond. So cool. just so you know. Yeah. I have, your phone. I have your phone number. You're kind of fucked. <laughs> she wants Anything? to say hi. Sorry. Hey, what's up, girl? Oh, yeah. Look at <laughs> Look at the, I saw some, I saw some. You've really been looking for every opportunity to flex your bicep recently. <laughs> Dude, I'm on so yes. much fucking creatine. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm I on. Can, s- I can tell. I've been, I'm just, I'm done so much fucking creatine and arginine. Got that, you should, got that liver king supplements. Dude, and, you and, and the liver yes. king, man. And you should see that you should see the uh, <laughs> look at all pill bottles. You should see how vascular my penis is getting from all the arginine I've been taking. It's crazy. I'll send you guys a photo in our thread, in our group thread. It's nuts. Perfect. It's nuts. All right. Anything you guys want to say to Mr. Toon before I before I send you guys this photo? John? Oh, good luck to you. Uh look forward to watching you compete. Thank you, man. I think it's, it's going to be a blast. I'm happy you're competing there and uh, do my best to say hi when, when I see you. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. Yeah. And uh, be talking soon. Yeah. He's going to tell you.